that's the experience of watching The Big Short for me, except, well, what I mean by that is, I'm going to just start that over. <laughs> Take it back. Back to one. I'll, back <laughs> Places. I have a similar experience watching The Big Short in that I actually find a lot of the McKay stylization maddening throughout the film, but I think that it all adds up to a pretty big punch, and yeah. then I forgive it, and I accept it for its impact. I think it works because, like, that the the financial world in the Bush era was just like a big cocaine uh, binge, and that's what the movie feels like. Yeah, yeah, and like that doesn't work for Dick Cheney. Yeah, that style <laughs> Not doesn't to just really go straight fit to there. But I, the I biopic. Don't, I but, don't. I don't think that it completely works against the material because they were all pretty drunk on power that yeah. they'd been craving for thirty years, but. When we talk about the movie, the com- well, the I'll com- say some other stuff. The complaining about like the gimmicks that were found in Big Short just makes me think. What did you? Didn't you see the Big Short? What were you expecting? Right, that like my log is like what? What did you expect? Like, uh, I mean, the gimmicks go a little. The credits thing is like a bit. I gotta tell you, and I know that drives people crazy. I really hate anytime text appears on screen in this movie. I got a pretty big laugh out of the, out of the closing credits. I knew credits. it was. I knew it was coming, so I was like, "Oh, here it is." I just thought it was a good gag. I liked that they do it in the big short, though. Oh, I don't even. Do they do that. a pre-credit? Or it it, it, it doesn't go all the way to full credits, but they're like, and then hundreds of bankers went to jail, and right. oh, that's right. Well, what I like, I mean, a, that's McKay, well, and and to not expect that in Vice is, I mean. But to be clear, like, I think that it's a well-executed joke in how the lighting changes yeah. in that segment, how it just becomes really creamy mm-hmm. and like the like the magic face light, like the close-up light from old Hollywood. And even the font of the overlay text is different. It's, it's, yeah, I think it's hilarious. And the 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 just the shot, the framing them, the framings them. You know what I mean? The framing changes. I find that wide shot where they're all like in the front lawn. I find yeah, it very funny. And I. It's at least balls to the walls, where a lot of the other jokes are not balls to the walls. Yeah, Yeah. but I, but I, and but there are so many pieces. There are so many like balloons filled with paint, like thrown against the wall, that it just splatters into this like brown to me. Whereas if he had just thrown like fifty instead of fifty thousand, you might get an interesting mosaic there. Yeah, he's doing like. all of his tricks. And I thought Ben had a good point in his letterbox log in that mm. him just pulling out every trick from the hat feels more like directorial insecurity than some sort of distinct mastery of yeah. his own style. Like the ones that stick out and not in a good way were was like the Shakespearean thing. Oh, I hate that so much. And then the when Alfred bad. Molina shows up and gives him the menu of like oh, their power. Right. Hey guys, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there is a cat walking around in the background now. Which changes everything. There will now be a cat. Spoiler. <laughs> in our podcast. Stop spoiling it. Then call her a, over. I was gonna do oh. a reveal. Okay. All right. Never mind. Never mind. Forget it. Forget all about um, it. Uh, but back it. in the to... words of uh, Viggo Mortensen in Green Book, forget about it. <laughs> in the words, no. Beepity boop bop bop. In the words of Viggo Mortensen in Green Book, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like Nicole and Destroyer. Oh, <laughs> she's shaking her jowls. <laughs> Nicole Kevin and Destroyer. Well, <laughs> let's just do it now. I want to do the intro though. Okay. Yes, go for it. And then we can talk about the bit. Okay, great. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Cats IMO. Because, what? Because guess what, everyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> ben has a cat in the recording studio. Oh my gosh. Which is Ben's apartment. Ah. Uh, I and thought that was just a floater in my eye going around the room. Yeah. Guys, it's a cat. Ben, tell us more. My cat. <laughs> I'm looking for her. Where did she she's go? She's staring into she's the over, room. She's over by her poop. Oh, yeah. Her, her name is Linda Belcher. She was already named Linda Belcher. And so I'm keeping her name, Linda Belcher. And I met her about three weeks ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet Linda. <laughs> um, Just clutching your heart like, <laughs> like Dick like Cheney. Dick Cheney. Oh, Cheney's going in dead for bypass heart. surgery. <laughs> okay, honestly, oh. when it was revealed that Jesse. We're Jessie, talking about Linda. Very right quickly, <laughs> Jesse Plemons was the donor, I gasped. Oh, I, I gasped. I, 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 ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. I guess you could say we're related. Ugh. More on that later. Ugh. Fucking what a, and also, what a device. He does the, that's Mary Louise Ryan Gosling in, uh, in the big short is like narrating it. And he's like, you'll, we'll meet later. I it's hate like, that. So it's he's the doing exact all the same, same thing. Huh. To like, be clear, like I like I said, by the end of the big short, I find that the cumulative impact of all of it mm-hmm. has quite a punch. You realize even though it's spoon feeding its audience pieces of information, frankly, not everybody I didn't know how some of that stuff worked. I mean, I'd see yeah. an inside job, so I it had been explained to me in pretty thorough visual detail as well. Um, I don't remember where I was going with this. Go ahead, sorry. Well, Linda. <laughs> anyway, back to the more important. Um, topic. I went. I met Linda, and I put in an adoption application for her three weeks ago, and then there was a there was a rigorous process, and then I went away for the holidays, so I didn't pick her up until yesterday, and now I have a cat, and, and we're gonna see her every she is week. Home for the holidays. She's and forever. Mm-hmm. Post a well. Well, post a photo to the Movies IMO account as well. I know you've mm. been posting from your personal. Yeah. But also post an official, oh, we should do the Movies IMO logo, Cat's IMO, over her face. Mm. I love it. Mm. Oh, she's pooping. I hear the pellets. <laughs> she's scraping Brandon, the bag. Brandon is obsessed with cats using the litter box. <laughs> this is true. Every time we hang out and there's a cat present, he remarks Like, is she pooping? <laughs> is she pooping? She is pooping. You guys already have cats. Yeah. Yeah. So Welcome. We'll talk about them. Oh. We've never talked about your cats on the mic. We, I'm sure we have. Not like the way I just introduced how I met and adopted my daughter. Oh, are we doing our origin stories sure. of our cats? Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, mine's a, a tail. Um, my cats. It's more. A T-A-I-L. These will be more insightful than the origin story of Dick Cheney. True. My cat's name is Shmi. She came with the name Shmi Shmi. S-C-H-M-I-E. With a hyphen, shmi shmi. Drop the shmi. It's cleaner. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally, I did that, and it is now Facebook. Um, cool. so yeah, shmi. Um, I keep seeing shmi like on the phone with Cambridge Analytica when I'm over at your place. <laughs> she's when, very busy. I couldn't even li- I couldn't even hear Destroyer when we were watching it at your house because she's she, making calls to Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> wow. So she, wow. I adopted her from an adoption place in Michigan when I was in college with my boyfriend at the time mm. and we were like let's we live together let's get a cat together and then i got the cat in the divorce and i flew her ass out to <laughs> california she's lived in a lot of homes she's finally settled in this home she seems happy there she's thrilled she's very annoying i love she's her. very needy she's got a cute little face a little smushy face she has a weird meow sounds like a bark it does it's like a 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Shmi barks. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fine. Well, what about yours? My cat is named Mom. I found her. Oh! <laughs> did we hear I that? I wonder if that's going to record on the mic. Oh. Linda we need just to get meowed. Linda her own mic. Yeah. We should give her one of the old blue snowball mics. Oh, yeah. I like when she goes... <laughs> yeah, she does... What, did she little, shake her jaw? She's meowing just in the distance. Uh, she's probably staring at herself in the mirror again. Oh, yeah. Again. She's, she's, Jordan Peele's You need to rename us. her Joan. <laughs> Let's oh, talk about the still us meowing. Ben, have you watched it? I have. I saw it in the theater. Oh, before the it was before the favorite, and this was two days before Christmas. What? Wow. And I was like, "Why is no one talking about this?" And then I went online, and it, there was it's set to drop. And the, Roseville, California, doesn't give a fuck. That reminds wow. me, they, they did it early. It. That reminds Holy me. Shit. So Arcade Fire had won the Grammy for the Suburbs. It was an incredible album. We all loved. Well, it meant a lot to a lot of people. The follow up is Reflector. They've been doing this crazy tour where they're all wearing like they've got like geometric, like shiny disco balls and mm-hmm. crazy reflective outfits. They're like wearing mirrors and they're sort of like mixing like Haitian dance with Talking Heads and all this shit. And I don't remember the re- I don't remember the record store, but a record store on uh, Glendale and Atwater Village. My my boyfriend at the time, Brandon. This isn't about my cat, but that's a theme. We went in there and they had. Reflector, their next album, like a full week before it came out, prominently displayed on the new releases. And like an idiot, I was like, I don't think this is out yet. And they're like, oh shit. And I should have just bought it. Oh Ugh. my God. They had it out. They had to it purchase. out for purchase. Whoops. Whoops. Big whoops. <laughs> should have bought it. Yeah, you should have. Good album, IMO. I love Reflector. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, this is, is music IMO. This is not music IMO. Um, what's Vice about? <laughs> You're in charge. It's about you're in charge. It's the. Do you want the, to see Gremlins tomorrow? You talking to me? Yeah. Is you that, talking to me? Brandon will be gone. What, I thought that the Godfather was playing tomorrow night at the it's New the Beverly. Kitty. The man. There's a kitty. The oh, it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have to since you're going to go in the evening already. I'm not going in the evening oh. anymore. I made other plans. You can go all week to see the Godfather. I know. That's why I made other plans. Vice tracks the <laughs> rise of. Dick Cheney into power and how he manipulated Mini Lupe. What is she doing? Is she? Oh, she. She's doing this she's on, her on the mat. On her um, mat. On her and, new and, mat. And how his uh, uh, inner workings under George W. Bush changed the course of history. Why mm-hmm. am I doing a voice? That's the movie. That's because that's the about. movie. That's the narration. The 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 movie is. I mean, it does feel grandiose in moments. You're like, wow. Adam McKay's really getting at something, isn't he? Well, it's because Adam McKay is pissed off and the movie loathes its protagonist and it's thrilling to watch a character succeed while the point of view of the filmmaker both gives you sort of, I'm not comparing it in quality, but gives you that sort of Wolf of Wall Street mm. rush of success mm-hmm. while also damning it. Condemning its, everything, yeah. yeah. And I found that totally strong in this movie. Yeah. I think yeah. that Adam, we can talk about how style gets in the way here. We can talk about how his condescension gets in the way. And I think that we should, we should talk about how, in my opinion, he leaves out crucial pieces of Dick Cheney's history that would make his argument even more compelling about how it's not just a matter of soulless power hungry Republicans who had been waiting in the wings since, um, since the Reagan administration Mm -hmm. to, to rise to full power. 
but also about corporate influence mm-hmm. and how, how, how corporate influence has only grown thanks to the Republicans' Trojan horse. And by which I mean, I can't believe this movie spends no time on Dick Cheney as the CEO of Halliburton. Yeah. It's insane. Skips over that. Yeah, we can I, talk about it. It's it, fucking it insane. I that. cannot get past the fact that it only barely skims over the way that corporate interest drove the Iraq war. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's yeah. there in a very threadbare way. Yeah. It's skimmed. It's insane. Here's why, here's, yeah. here's why it's insane. Yeah, it, Halliburton is made reference to. Mm-hmm. Dick Cheney was the CEO of Halliburton. That should not be a C plot yeah. in the in the Iraq War story because they're they're certainly talking about how you know Rumsfeld wants to go to war mm-hmm. so he can have you know power or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how we're Steve Carell in this good IMO. He's fine. He's fine. I think I think all of the acting is. But good. it's just it is crazy uh, to I me. I think all of the acting is good. Obviously, yeah. obviously, with a lot of the threads throughout the story about like the unified executive theory and just ex- uh, executive powers in general, ironically filtered through the vice presidency, Adam McKay is getting at how the road to hell has been to, the road to hell by which I mean the road to Trump and the White House mm-hmm. has been paved by the Republican Party for the past 30 years which mm-hmm. like yeah like obviously mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's not like a super profound thing to do but I haven't seen any studio movie tell that story yet so yeah. I don't really have much time for the argument that like we know all this stuff already it's like well we haven't seen the movie of it so yeah. I understand being I understand if you feel condescended to because I do too when there are words in big white letters thrust upon the screen yeah. or when Naomi Watts and by the way, Naomi Watts and Nicole Kidman will both be playing Fox News anchors now. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Wild is explaining things directly to the camera. I certainly understand. And then the last scene of the fucking movie where the one girl turns to the other and says, <sighs> have you seen the trailer for the new Fast and Furious movie? That the looks last lit. scene. Where it seems That's like, the one scene I was like, no. And the scene no. where Cheney in the finale <laughs> is doing the monologue straight to camera. He, in a way, McKay is saying audience culpable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... I hate the ending. I think it's completely, I think it's misogynist. I think it's disrespectful. I think that it, it it's hateful, really. But, um, you know, I, I think that he's, he, the movie is not about him pointing the audience saying, and this is your fault it happened. The movie is so much about the inner workings and machinations of, um, you know, of power-hungry politicos and how far you can advance in your career when you lack a human soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. I... I- agree with Ann Thompson's point Mm -hmm. that it goes from he's a drunk power worker straight to he's already an intern and like what what happened in between why did he get into politics like what there needs to be one beat there yeah I I think it goes like one step too far back just start with him being the intern. Yeah, you could do that. Well, I think that what, what McKay is trying to set up is that the only reason Cheney got into politics was so he could prove that he was a man and keep mm-hmm. his family together. Um, to Lynn. To, to Lynn. Um, and we'll yeah, talk about Amy that Adams. First scene. That scene But basically, that, because I know you said Amy Adams is bad in that first thing. I think she's only bad for that first beat where she's standing. When she first starts talking. But then talking. when she gets down in front of him, then she's good. And then she's good the rest of the movie. I, I think that the quick transition to him as an intern is seeking to make the point that it was never about any sort of moral stance. He never mm-hmm. felt compelled to get into politics because there was an issue. He probably saw some sort of advertisement or whatever 
Mm-hmm. He, he he went to the most powerful person in the in the town in Wyoming or whatever, mm-hmm. and was like, "I look, I need a job." Yeah. He's like, "Well, there's this program." I think the point that we skip right to it is the point, but yeah. why not have the scene and just make the joke even more brutal? Yeah, because he, where, he where, asks yeah. Rumsfeld, he says, "Well, what do we believe?" And Rumsfeld laughs. Hate that scene. He had a laugh. Hate he that laughs scene. and laughs, and then we cut to black. L a h f f. You know, I kind of get frustrated when it seems like people stop watching a movie because one thing pisses them off, and then they just turn off their critical brain. Right. But as far as the Carell performance is concerned, and I'm, you know, sorry to say this, but as soon as Carell delivered that maniacal laugh, I was done with the performance. I think it's trash. Oh. I think that's it all. I think that moment is is a little too ham fisted, and it's a little, it's a ham fist right on the nose for me. But I I'm, disagree. I know. Well, that's fine. I'm I like. I, I I do like all per, all the performances in this. I think I Sam think Rockwell Christian Bale, does nothing. Well, Sam Rockwell's barely in it. Right, but I mean, with what Sam Rockwell knows how to make an impression, and I don't. I think. I think that he doesn't know the movie he's in. I think yeah. that if you're gonna go, no, that's true. Frankly, Will Ferrell should have played George W. Bush if you that's wanted what to. Vicky per, said. If you wanted to, if you <laughs> wanted to portray She's him right. as just a buff, uh, a buffoon, an yeah. easily manipulated yeah, Will buffoon, would have been great. Just do Will Ferrell. Like, yeah. um, you know who makes a really strong impression is George H. W. Bush in one that one. That guy's party. great. Oh, yeah. I don't know who great. it is, but that guy's great. No, yeah. that's true. It's very striking. Mm-hmm. But I really hate the like. You know, we think Jeb, Jeb might be yeah. a contender. Who's that drunk over there? Like, it's. I think that it's very I don't think that Adam McKay I think that I'm not going to I don't like it it's a it's a difficult line to tiptoe about assigning a a piece of talent like a motive or assuming where they are in their lives when they do a thing like when they create a new thing but I really think that a lot of uh is this is the phrase like blood rushed to his head after he won that Oscar and thought that he could tackle this subject Something bigger, and then yeah. it just does feel so broad at times like in that moment and by missing Halliburton which like if you want to make if you want to make a big Trump point about yeah. corporate influence in politics show that Cheney like if you since since the movie posits that Cheney was essentially the president yeah. why not show that like he comes from the same position that Trump did and, and I don't know I mean it's like showing that the government like the Republicans you know, I, I'm not going to both sides this thing. Just like how corporate, how corporate interests uh, turn law turn lawmakers into extension, like into appendages of their yeah. agenda, rather than working towards the will of the people. Why? I'm just like, sorry, I, it's like every point for me is going to come back to Halliburton. I just yeah, don't understand. That I, I just missing. don't understand how the movie misses this. I know. It's crucial, especially like you said, because it goes that broad. How do you not? Yeah. Dig into that. Um, There's that scene in the trailer where he's. In like an army barracks, and he slaps his tummy. That's not in the movie. Should be. There's a lot of what? stuff. He's never shirtless in the movie. And there's always that pic of Christian Bale shirtless going yeah. around. Like, look how much weight he gained to play mm-hmm. Christian Bale. That's not in the movie. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff not. Hmm. Hmm. I think that. Um, I think it. Get, oh, sorry. Oh no, please. I well, I'm already gonna dive into its awards stuff. It's Go comedy ahead. for Golden Globes, right? I think that's and right. I don't think it's gonna win. No. But I do think it gets nominated for Best Picture. And I do think um, Bale is probably the front runner for actor. I don't really agree with that. I think that Vice has been soured in a lot of people's minds before they saw the film. And it's obviously there were Academy screenings before the critic, for the critics dropped their reviews and everything. And, and obviously all Academy members don't behave 
according to critics' opinions. Otherwise, Green Book would not be in the position it's in. Right. But Vice, I think, really needed a sort of phantom thread thrust to overtake Bradley Cooper and Best Actor, in my opinion. And I, I know impression is enough sometimes, a lot of the time. I think Christian Bale is like a strong second, but I just don't think this movie has enough love I think push it does. So does A Star is Born. A Star is Born is more beloved than Vice in the industry. I think I Adam know. McKay will get a Best Director nomination. I think he will too, and I don't think that he should. Do you think it's, it's going to be Peter Farley and Adam McKay no. getting It's pronounced Peter Farrelly, Brandon. My God. Farrelly. <laughs> is it really? No. no. That's a bit. Is well, that what everyone's doing on the? They're like, it's one. It's one. It's what one very specific senior editor at IndieWire says without a hint of a joke. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, but so on. it's I, either one or the other. Can we? Can I think that? I think that we just sort of got into a hinge that I'm interested in here, around the best actor race. So let's say Vice is beloved by the industry, which bends anecdotal evidence and anecdotal I evidence. Just, hold on, anecdotal evidence in this industry is generally stronger than anecdotal evidence for anything else. Let's say that Vice is beloved and A Star is Born is beloved. Do we think that Vice and Christian Bale's performance is so well regarded within the industry that it will overtake their opportunity to give Bradley Cooper an award for the movie that everybody in the industry also I often loves? go to... Yes. Really? I often go to my mother mm-hmm. when discussing what I think the Academy will think because mm-hmm. she's pretty run-of-the-mill and it's just what a transformation. They're going to walk yeah, but... away and say... I don't see Academy members walking out of that movie and saying... That was bad. I see them all walking out and saying, "Wow." I think that I think so too, but I think that it, especially regarding Christian Bale. But like I think he's getting nominated, don't get me wrong, and I think he'll probably win the Golden Globe since Bradley's in drama. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually so much more interested in talking about the awards here than I am this movie specifically. Um Same. like Gary Oldman had all this festival buzz back from like September. Another like full jowl, yeah. heavy prosthetics, uh disappearance, transformation, whatever you want to call it. He had that narrative building from September all the mm-hmm. way. People didn't start seeing Vice until November, end of November, yeah. right? And Bradley Cooper had three months of goodwill and adoration thrown at him before that. And again, I, I don't know. I've had this argument the entire time. And if anything, maybe I'm not taking Christian Bale seriously enough because I just want to be right. But I think that Coop, Bradley Cooper is going to get four nominations. If he misses one, it's going to be director. And if he misses director, that's the fucking story. And it's not going to win Best Picture like when Ben Affleck missed Argo, but Bradley Cooper will win Best Actor. That'll if, be his if trophy. He get, I've that's always said to him his trophy. True. But he is a lock to win Best Actor if he's snubbed in Best Director, that's in my opinion. True. Because yeah. that will be the narrative. If, if the snub is there. Snubbed yeah. off Obama's list and snubbed off the Best Director <laughs> list. I, I just think there is such respect for Christian Bale in yeah. general. I agree. And... yeah. What what Bradley has mm. is love. What Christian Bale has is respect as a actor. I think mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. I I think that's right. But I I think that Bradley Cooper gained a lot of respect over A Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper has more Oscar nominations in acting than Christian Bale does, which is also is that right. He, that is, I think that's right. So it's what The Fighter, Big Short, one more in there, American Hustle, American Hustle, and then. Vice. So Bradley's got Silver Linings. They'll be tied. American. Is it? They both got American Sniper. How many? Oh, it's because he got. Didn't he get another nomination for producing American Sniper? Mm -hmm. Still, he has. So they have the same amount of acting awards plus that. By the time the nominations come out, Bradley Cooper will have more nominations. Not just the one more nomination. He will have at least two more nominations. I think. I don't know. I, I, I. I will not be surprised if Christian Bale wins. I just don't think he's going to. But what I don't if, I don't think it's a crazy prediction. What if at the Golden Globes, Green Book wins drama and Vice wins comedy? 
Would everyone just kill themselves? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not going. <laughs> no, because I think it's possible. I think it's totally possible. <laughs> it seems very no, probable. No, I mean, the internet's going to lose their mind. This is yeah. why I won't be going to a Golden Globes party this year. Not that I've been invited to any of them. Well, Ben can't, and neither can I. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's We're right. going to be busy. Ooh. Ben. Oh, I'm not. I'm not elaborating. Not elaborating on the <laughs> right. microphone. We're going to be very busy with your petting cat. Linda. Linda. Yeah, we very were, busy we petting the same Linda. Way Linda. Um. So anyway, uh, this where is, are we on time? Oh, comedy <laughs> is done. Green Book is in comedy. <gasps> That's right, Green Book. The the most so hilarious only one of these will. Green win. Book is both the sexiest thriller so of what, the year. Oh, so then it's a lock for Star is Born in Drama and the most hilarious movie yeah. of the year. Oh my God, Green Book's in comedy. Unless Black Panther wins the Golden Globe, I could see that. I could, I could too. That would be enjoyable. To that me. wouldn't surprise me. I, I mean, would. I my, would like to see it. I would like to see it. My prediction is that A Star Is Born wins Best Picture Drama. Classic Globes move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the totally. Avatar atonement move. Yeah, big um, stars. There are big, other big examples, stars. and I think that what is it? Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, Vice, uh, Crazy Rich, Crazy Rich Asians. The fave. I think the favorite could win. No, I think it's, the International Flair. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. But, but they usually like stars, and they like they usually go for some a broad comedy. I think that helps Crazy Rich Asians more yeah. than anybody else. I think I Crazy know. Rich Asians is the perfect too. marriage of international, big splashy studio comedy, and you know has a lot of that beloved would be actors amazing. In it. Let's just turn this into Golden Globes predictions. Yeah, that's, episode. that's yeah, fine because yeah, here let me pull them up because this will well, air. I, I need to pull them up okay. too. This will air right before it'll be our. This is our last episode airing before. Yeah. The Golden Globes. All right, everyone. This is now the Golden Globes prediction <laughs> episode. By the way, in case anyone, in case any, any, you know, any, no one any gives a shit about vice. Any scrut- scrutinous? Is that a word? Sure. Any scrutinous? No. Any listeners with sharp ears noticed each other. We don't have any homework this week. It's because this is a mini episode because we are all on break right now. We are loose and ready, <laughs> and to we yeah. have little Please. interest feeling in having loose. a comprehensive discussion about vice. I love feeling loose. Although I will say before we jump into our Golden Globes, and I'm now I'm lit. This is going to be like an hour and a half. Have you, by the way, I feel I'm lit, just like the new Fast and Furious movie. I if, if sorry, if we had done homework for this, and I'm thrilled we didn't. Same. We our entire conversation would be about how Adam McKay was trying desperately to mimic Stone's Nixon, almost beat for beat. This movie is crazy Great. similar, and The Big Short also had a similar vibe to it. I think Adam McKay really admires Oliver Stone. Okay, which Probably. category? Which category are we doing first? I just want to announce that I'm I am, on the Variety. I am too. List. I'm on so New York Times. Go, oh well. I'm sure it's in the same order. Well, so, maybe not. so best picture drama: Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. I will announce that she's in the litter box again. Oh, you forgot to turn off my sound. If Beale Street could talk, A Star Is Born again. I think it goes to A Star Is Born. I think A Star Is Born will win. A with Star a Black Is Born. Panther spoiler. Although Possible now spoiler. I'm the only one at the table who has seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. You know who wasn't fooled, and I'm so <laughs> proud of her. My little sister. She, she wasn't fooled. She was like Rami Malek's great. Is he? She said so. He's not. But then she was like, fine. She, she, she was like, the movie overall, eh, electrifying final act, but like, geez, like if you wanted yeah. to make a documentary about Queen instead of Freddie Mercury, I'm like, yeah, girl, go off. She's popping. Yeah. Mary popping off. She was Mary. You know, her name's pop. Mary. Oh, it's yeah. Mary. All right. So we're, mo- yeah, so we're moving on. Best actress in a drama. Who wants to announce? I'll do it. Glenn sure. Close and the wife, Lady Gaga and A Star is Born. Wait, I'm in the wrong order. Nicole Kidman, I got Destroyer. Variety. Melissa Nicole McCarthy, Kidman. Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Rosamund Pike in A Private War. Gaga. I think it goes to Gaga. 
Wait a minute. With a possible Glenn Close spoiler if they think they're predicting the Oscar. You know what? I think so too. Yeah. But I, I'd like to make a point. I don't know if it's applicable because so many years have passed, but remember how much the Golden Globes loved giving Jim Carrey best actor in a drama for I the don't, Truman Show? But sure. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even he didn't get nominated for the Oscar, but I think the Golden Globes have a thing for comedic actors playing serious. Yeah. Based off this one piece of evidence, and I'm running with it. So maybe Melissa McCarthy. I would, love win. To, I would like to see it. I would like to see it, but I, would I think like to it's see it. Lady Gaga. I think it's Lady Gaga as well. Best Actor in a Drama. Bradley Pooper. Cradley Booper in A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Lucas Hedges. Boy Erased. Rami Malek. Bohemian Rhapsody. John David Washington. Black Klansman. Cradley. Goes to Cradley, right? Cradley. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to give a, a spoiler alert to Rami, though, because it's... That movie is a thousand percent lit. People mm-hmm. are lit. Well, Bradley yeah. Cooper, Cradley, could be Cradley Booper might beat Alfonso Cuaron for best director sure. at the Globes. Yes. So Coop, Cradley is walking away with one of these things. Yes. This is my this is my line about all of awards season this year. Cradley's walking away with something. He's walking away with at least run. All right, somebody you know, somebody else do it now. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> He's walking away with one even if he steals it. That's what I was trying nice. to say. Best picture, musical or comedy, Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppin' Off, and Vice. Do you think that if Cradley Booper cries when he accepts an award, someone will make a joke about how he wet his face at the Golden Globes? Yes, they will. Okay. Great. Hunter Harris will make that joke. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> I we just, we just talked about this I category. I would say Crazy Rich. I think the favorite really? with Crazy Rich Asians is the spoiler. I still say Vice. I would say Mary Poppins is the spoiler. I think it's Vice. Okay. All right. I think they like Vice. It got six nominations. It's true. It's true. There's just a lot of actors in it. Nine got a lot of Golden Globe nominations, too. I'm saying Vice. What are you saying? Crazy Rich? I'm saying Crazy Rich. I'm saying The Favorite. This is just based on The Hangover, which was now 10 years ago. But yeah, I don't think still. The Hangover and Crazy Rich Agents have the exact same appeal. No, I, I understand. They're like, just the, the broad studio and, and yeah. hit. Sure. Yeah. Massive. Huge hit. money makers. Yes. Yeah. Defying expectations. Mm-hmm. Box office. Yeah. Both Warner Brothers. There you go. <laughs> All right. Then. Oh, my reading. Best actress in a musical or comedy: Emily Blunt in Mary Poppins Returns, Olivia Coleman in The Fave, Elsie Fisher in Eighth Grade, Charlize and Tully and Constance Wu in Crazy Rich Asians. I think Emily Blunt is going to win. I do Emily Blunt. And I think she'll be left off the Oscar five with Olivia Coleman in a much stronger position to win that. Yeah. Yeah. True. Agree. True dad. Yalitza will take Blunt's spot. I think, and I could I see Constance winning, possibly, but I would still give it to Emily Blunt. I think it's Emily. All right. Best actor in a musical. Best com- actor. Christian Bale. Lynn manuel Miranda. Jesus Is apparently Christ. a lead actor. Viggo Mortensen. A. Robert Redford in The Old Man and the Gun. And John C. Riley in that. Stan and Ollie. Did you like it? I, I liked it more. I bet it holds up. Viewing. No, that is a sturdy fucking movie. It, it is. is well fashioned. And I'm, it's a tight 90. I'm sure it will stand up to the test of time as being just as good as I remember. I realized the other day, I think Sissy Spacek should be in my top five supporting actresses. I, I admire she's that. She's so, so good. Like, she's probably my number one for the year, but I f- like forgot. Forgot about that movie. Who's your number one right now? Rachel. That's Vice. my number one, too. Am I forgetting anyone? Well, my number I mean, one is Sakura just... because I'm oh. committing 
category fraud. I think that I think that I is think that one. that is a rare Lies. example that can go both ways. Mm-hmm. I agree. What's my number? two? I think that Christian Bale is going to win this. Same. Okay, moving on. Oh no, Regina is my fave. Oh, Regina is my number is two. My I go Rachel, then Regina. Best actress in a supporting role in any motion picture: Amy Adams, Vice; Claire Foy, First Man; Regina King, Beale Street; Emma Stone, The Favorite; Rachel Vice, The Favorite. I think Regina is going to win. I think Amy will win. I here's here's the thing. I know I'm that there's. I know. Amy. I know that Ben has, and a lot of people have this. Are are pushing this narrative of last year? It was supposed to go to Laurie Metcalf and Willem Dafoe based on critics awards, and then once we pivoted in this direction towards mm-hmm. you know the more major awards. They all go for the more famous person, or, or just the more you, you know, the, call the them whatever more you want. Mainstream yes. movie, but this was not true about Patricia Arquette in Boyhood. No, that's true. And it's and then she didn't she win the same year as J.K. Simmons and Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Those they that's they right. were both the critical favorites. They that were year. the lock. The and whole I think time. that Regina King is actually belongs to that category. I think okay. Regina King is going to win the Oscar and the Golden Globe. I actually think Regina will win the Oscar, but I'm not sold that she's going to win I other don't, awards. Yeah. Well, she ain't winning SAG. Right. I don't trust the Globes to pick Regina over Amy. I, w- I would love it if Regina won the Oscar for many reasons, one being that it's ex- an extraordinary performance. And the other is that I love when we have a winner who doesn't win Golden Globe or SAG. Yeah. And it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, Christoph Waltz, but I do not count him for Django Unchained. Because it, Django had not had simply not screened. Yeah. Um, obviously, Leo got the nomination of the Golden Globe, so that's just classic Golden Globes. I don't really care about that. Um, it's like when Aaron Taylor Johnson wins the Golden Globe for Nocturnal oh, Animals. Yeah. Is it shit. called Nocturnal Animals? Right. Is that actually what that fucking movie is called? <laughs> Nocturnal shits on a toilet. Nocturnal animals. Oh, that's right. Outside. Oh. Yeah. Hot mm. scene. An external emission. I also think Emma could win this. I could see that. It's like Jennifer Lawrence winning for American Hustle. After she's already won the Oscar. Amy won for American Hustle too. Yes. Right? Uh, I think that's right. I'm not going to swear by it, but I think that's right. I think Regina's going to win and you guys think Amy's going to win. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Next. Supporting actor Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Timothée Chalamet for Beautiful Bay. Adam Driver and <laughs> Black Klansman. Richard E. Grant. Can you ever forgive me? Sam Rockwell and Vice. Here is where I think we're having a default moment. I don't think Richard E. Grant is going to win the Oscar. Same. I think Mahershali. I think Mahershali is going to win the Oscar too. Yeah. Or or Sam Elliott, who is not in this lineup, but I think Sam Elliott could. I think he stands a strong chance. I think it would be so fun if Sam Elliott won supporting actor, Regina King won supporting actress, and neither of them win one of the precursor awards. But Sam Elliott will probably win SAG, right? Very possible. Unless Mahershala Actors does. love Mahershala. Everybody yeah. loves Mahershala. Everyone loves Mahershala. I think my Mahershala. Friend, my friend loves Mahershala because he's constantly at a coffee shop near my house. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, wow. loves Mahershala. Great. I think it's Mahershala. I think that Richard E. Grant could possibly win the Oscar, but just in that sort of... It would be surprising. For it, would it, would be like, be nice it would be Mark surprise. Rylance winning. It would just be. Like, it would totally oh, yes. be. It would yes. totally Great. be Mark Rylance. That's and everyone good would be like, yeah. Great. It would be like the highlight for many people's Yeah. Time. Yep. Remember yeah. when Mark... In his little hat. That was so good. For bridge of spies. (laughs) You got a bridge and you're putting some spies on. And you know who's on that bridge? Mark Rylance. And a bunch of spies. (laughs) Okay, animated. You know who's not getting nominated for an Oscar in this category? Me. Sam Rockwell in Vice, the topic of today's episode. That's not happening. Nor should it. He's not doing anything in that movie. He's barely in it. He's barely there. If he did get a nomination, it's the 
Jeremy Renner in the town nomination. No, 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 no. And I do yikes. think that is possible. No, you. Um, oh yeah. No, my. No, I've, I'm on. I disagree. But just explain that to me. That he well, Jeremy Renner didn't win that when he was nominated for the Hurt Locker. But there, sometimes someone strikes yes. and they're hot, yeah. and then they get the nomination the next year. I think just the difference the, is that yeah. I think that's a I think that's a fair point. I think I would yeah. I would quibble slightly, and that Sam Rockwell has all of this love that was built up and mm-hmm. culminated in his first Oscar nomination yeah. and win, whereas Jeremy Renner was like fresh kid on the block. Mm-hmm. I've, is, I've said my friend, and, and sorry, what threw me is you said the Jeremy Renner nomination for The Town, and I said on a previous episode, probably The Widows episode, that my friend Mikey has a good point. Not going to happen anymore. But he was saying that Daniel Kaluuya could potentially be the Jeremy Renner for The Town nomination, a movie, like a, a crime thriller that was touted to get, well, people thought it was going to get a Best Picture nomination at a certain point, maybe all, all these nominations, and it just got Jeremy Renner. Right. And I think for a minute we all thought that was going to happen with Daniel Kaluuya. What a great surprise nomination that would be. That would be really uh, I fun. can't believe Widows is going to go with probably zero Academy Award nominations. Sad. Honestly, I no. That a... only helps Widows' reputation in the long term. True. What, that he, is probably he true. Didn't, true. I think Heat probably got some technical nominations. I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, because no, no, we no. talked about them on the same episode. But I think that I think that Heat and Widows strike a similar tone. Mm-hmm. Tone. Anyway, moving on. Animated. Are we going to read them? Incredibles 2, <laughs> The Island Daniels. of Doggies, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man, oh, Into the Spider-Verse. I think Incredibles 2 is going to win, but that doesn't mean that I think it's going to win at the Oscars. So these are the five. These five will repeat at the Oscars, IMO. So you think it's Incredibles? Here, yeah. Do you think, what do you think at Oscars? I think, um, I think Spider-Man could win. And then the whole narrative is going to be about how the superheroes finally landed at the Oscars after last year, Logan sweeps in with a surprise or not a surprise, but an adapted screenplay nomination. Now a Spider-Man movie wins best animated feature and black Panther wins costume design and wow. a bunch of stuff and gets the best picture nomination. I wish Spider-Man would win at the Oscars, but I think it's Incredibles at both. I, I think too. I don't know. Pixar always wins. They don't always win, but if it's Brave- good enough, It'll win. Wait, no, Brave won. What yeah. was the What was the one that was... The only time they don't win is when it's Cars. Yeah. That's the a... only time they don't Are win. Are you sure? I yeah. think there's another example where where they didn't... They either, yeah, Monsters University didn't get nominated. Um, well, and that's a when sequel. they get nominated. Yeah. yeah I, th- I sure. think Incredibles, Incredibles 2 is, is good enough. It's more beloved generally than it is at this table. No one ever talks about it still. But it's going to... I don't. I feel like guys. Pixar... It's a new academy. In this new academy, the who's new to academy, say? the rules might, do not apply. Might be lit enough for Spider Man. I mean, that is. I mean, that's what's on people's minds right now. But I think. I hope it breaks into. I academy. definitely listen to a couple of old white people, just be fucking lit over incredible. Well, you know why? In the month of November, be- because know because why. it's insane. Because it's a movie that it's a movie that takes place in the good old days okay. and hinges on a frustration about. Women in the workplace mm-hmm. and traditional Ugh. gender roles yeah. and marriage getting all fucked up. Like they're gonna be like, yes, they're gonna be like Meryl Streep in the front row, like finger pointing, yes. Yeah, it's gonna win. I think it wins both. I, I'm sticking with Spider Man at the Oscars. I don't think. I, 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 I think. Hope. I think Incredibles Two is gonna be the exception that proves the rule on that Pixar thing. But we'll see. I think okay. it wins this. Best Picture Foreign, Capernaum Girl. Blech. I think it's Capernaum. I think we've been saying it wrong. Oh really? I've, I've only heard Capernaum. I heard Capernaum recently. Well, let's say both to cover our bases. But frankly, I think I heard it from the person who said Peter Farrelly. Oh, great. And Tiffany Haddish. That's right. <laughs> Never Look Away, Roma, Shoplifters. The winner is Roma. 
Next. It's Roma. I'd give it to Chop Lifters, but it's going to be Roma. I think it's Roma. It's going to be Roma. 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 Benjamin Button. Best Director. Cooper, Quarren, Ferrelli, Lee, and McKay. I think it goes to Quarren. I do too. Possible spoiler, Cradley Booper. I think. I would say possible spoiler. Spike Lee. Is Spike Lee. I Me think, too. That's I think what the, I was I think say. the three of them all stand a chance. Yeah. I think, they I, all think stand a chance. I would say Quaron, spoiler, Spike. I think if Vigo Mortensen wins best actor, which we didn't even talk about as a possibility. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's, no, 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 that's, that's comedy. Um, yeah, that's right. If, I'm sorry, if Rami Malek wins Best Actor, I know that I know that it's sort of a fallacy to think about spreading the wealth mm-hmm. when it comes to awards bodies because mm-hmm. it's not like critics groups when they're all sitting together right. and like bouncing ideas off each other. That's when you can, like the LA Film Critics did a great job of spreading the wealth. Mm-hmm. But it's a blind ballot. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of a fallacy to go about thinking that way. Mm-hmm. But I can see individual voters doing it that way. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Alfonso wins. I think Cradley's the next and I think Spike is right behind. I could see any of them happening. I don't Those think things. anyone actually thinks about it strategically, individually. No, like I, agree. I, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to diagnose an, an, a, a total assumption I am making about how Golden Globes voters are thinking about each of these nominees. And I don't know. I guess I could see... I could see these people being like, we just... And didn't they give Ben Affleck Best Director for Argo? I don't know. I, don't I think remember. they did. They the, did. The because, Golden Globes? Yeah, because yeah. he was the front runner. They did. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the, I think I gotta say I, I'm I'm not loving everything I've said on this episode. I think the one smart point I made, and I'm gonna stick to this, is that if Cradley is snubbed for best director, he is a slam dunk to win best actor, in the same way that Argo was guaranteed to yeah. win best picture. I think that is correct. Yeah. Anyway, screenplay. Alfonso Cuarón, Roma, Deborah Davis, and Tony McNamara, the favorite. Barry Jenkins, if Beale Street could talk. Adam McKay, Vice, Peter Farrelly. Nick Vallelonga. Is that how you Boo. say it? I haven't seen yeah. the movie Vallelonga. Brian Curry, Green Book. I don't know, guys. Watch out for Green Book. I don't think... I'm I, saying Vice. I would say Vice. Yeah. Sure. I don't care. I mean, I mean by which I mean, like, it could be Vice, it could be Green yeah. Book. I'm just saying, like, I don't... I'm not saying, like, no, you're wrong. Um, I think any of them But do we... <laughs> I guess Mahershala is going to win for Green Book at the Golden Globes. I just can't see the Globes giving nothing to Green Book. I think it'll be Mahershala. I think that's right. We'll Mahershala that. will be yeah, the Green Book. Yeah, no, I, th- I think... I, no, I'm going with I'm going with Green Book, but it, I think it's Green Book or Vice here. So I think Vice is a good call. Score. Oh, I've got I've got a call for this one. A quit Mar- place. Oh, excuse me. Let's say the let's say the composers' names. Marco Beltrami, A Quiet Place, Alessandro Display, uh, Display, Isle of Dogs, Ludwig Göransson, Black Panther, Justin Hurwitz, First Man, Mark Shaman, Mary. Popping off. I say it goes to Black Panther. This is Black Panther's Ooh. win of the night. And if yeah. it doesn't, it goes to Mary Poppins Returns. No, I think it's Justin Hurwitz for First Man. But it, First Man got no other nominations. So Claire Foy. Oh, I'm sorry. Claire. <laughs> sorry, Claire. Excuse you. Don't you think? Don't no, you think, I think it's Justin Hurwitz for don't, First Man. Don't you no. think that Ryan Gosling would have gotten the nomination over Willem Dafoe if there was a lot of love for First Man in this group? I mean, the score's beautiful. You have to include it. For the first man score, like in the nominations, but I don't know. I, I, I see these nominations. I think it's Black Panther or Isle of Dogs. But we. Oh, so you're with me on Black Panther. I do. Yeah, that's Black Panther's win. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that'd Panther be great. I think it's. You I think it's it. first man. Well, I, I know. I just said it first. That no, mean, I'm just mean, saying that was also my got thought. It. And by the way, because I know I'm gonna, I know how I'm going to sound. Not first is in like I said it first, but you know, go ahead. Okay. I said first man first. Best original song is Shallow and can, the Loser. Can, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar and SZA 
Fuck yeah. And we all know, like, I am hardcore tracking this award season. She's going to get Specifically an Oscar around nomination. SZA getting her first Oscar, and Oscar she nomination will. for all the stores, all the stores for Black Panther. <laughs> all the stores. I'm just going to the store by yes. Carly Rae Jepsen. Let's see if I can do. <laughs> uh, Dolly Parton, girl in the movies, Dumplin'. Who sings the Private War song? Mm. A Private War got two nominations. Who else got nominated? Rosamund? Yeah. Rosamund? Requiem for a Private War from A movie. Private War. Some people love that movie. Troy Savon, Revelation, Boy Erased, Crad Boop. Him reacting. I was just hearing someone on a podcast just like gush about a private war. And it was like a filmmaker who's hot right now. I forget what it was. Oh, Ben, you got some nice candles about that. I did. My sister, (gasps) I'm smelling agave sage. My sister is a buyer at Cosplus World Market. So she just like took samples and for free. Did you all see Troy Sivan reacting to his Boy Erased Golden? It's so cute. On Twitter? Yeah, he was just like, typed all caps, just letters like, (laughs) it was cute. So, I want him to win. All right, best television series drama. No, we we don't have to go. We're not going to do We're not doing TV. We don't watch TV. This isn't TV, I I, I will say that if Billy Porter wins best actor for drama, I will take my top off. That is such a, that is such a great nomination. Wow. Show off your new tat. I will show off my new tat. I thought you were going to say tat. But this is not TV IMO. Um, trying to do Moira Rose. I'm failing. Anybody? <laughs> I know Brandon's in charge. This was supposed to be a short episode. So Are we done? Well, well no. We, we haven't signed off or anything. Do we have any Goodbye. final thoughts on Vice? Well, <laughs> I don't think it's the flaming pile of garbage most people are making it out to be. No, I think it's Thank well. You. I think Adam McKay has incredible facility with actors. And I think that like the if he had just done like a straight drama, the meat is good. Mm-hmm. Even just like what's there, if you just cut the shit, literally cut the shit. <laughs> 20 teacups stacked on top of one another, falling yeah. over and crashing. For 40 fucking minutes, in, it's in, crashed. In, 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 like, in, like, in like 10,000 frames per oh, second. I kind of like, like that it's montage so scene. It's whoa, so whoa, on the nose. It's so on the nose. But, this is, but it, it makes this... The, he makes the movie seem more grand than it yeah. is. There's a scattershot hyperbole that... Oliver Stone perfects in Nixon that he is employing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's fine if you like it. I, I, I like... Okay. No, no, no. I, no, <laughs> so, no, it's fine. Seriously. I, my, Thank you for permission. I'm not... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not giving permission. <laughs> Fuck off. I, for everything I like in this movie, there are five things that drive me crazy. But I like the cutaway to the zebra getting mauled. You know, mm-hmm. about power. Like, it, the one that's that, my teacup. Like, it, someone could attack that. I'd be like, ah, yeah, totally. That's I like see, it. And that's so the that's the one I didn't like. See, there you go. There Th- you go. There's your balance. Wow. There's, we found it. I also didn't like the fishing one when he's talking to George W. Bush and yeah. oh wait, I like that sinker. just because there are actual fishing scenes in the movie. Okay, so it like ties in to sure. a larger thing. I, I think that I think that you could lose. 60% yeah. of the t- kind of stuff we're talking about because there's less is more less is more but not when it comes to including Halliburton more is more <laughs> I, I just think like at a certain point it's like oh Adam McKay learned about the cool shove effect yes. you know what I mean Yeah, and it just gets a little tiresome to quote RuPaul to Jay Jolie edit <laughs> <laughs> yeah the movie is also on top of everything else too long it is. It's 15 to 20 minutes. See, but again, this feels, is, there's like a point it feels boring, but I can't put my finger on this it. This is the excess factor that you see yeah. in Oliver Stone's Nixon. It's this cumulative effect of a complete portraiture 
which is where McKay fails because Nixon really does. Nixon goes back to like Mary Steenburgen playing Nixon's dust, stern mm-hmm. dust bowl mother in, in a black and white, like wide lens <sighs> sequence, if I remember correctly. So that's what he's And she's like, Richard, it. no one's ever going to love you. Oh, like, fuck. it's so good. I got to go home tonight Nixon, and watch Nixon. three hours if, and 13 minutes of Nixon. If Nixon came out today, the takedowns you would see from some of your favorite critics, mm-hmm. um, I mean, people would hate Nixon now, yeah. I think. I think it's a masterpiece. Interesting. Joan, oh my God, you guys have not lived until you've seen Joan Allen as Pat Nixon. Mm, that does sound hot. Th- there is a scene, there is a scene when, when the walls are closing in on Anthony Hopkins, who looks nothing like Nixon and yet totally embodies Tricky Dick, where the walls are closing in and he has a scene with Pat and she's just fucking done with his bullshit. Mm. She's crying. It's good. I love Joan. being done with It's been a while since bullshit. I've seen it, but... Um, we never introduced ourselves. Oh. God damn it! That's because we're all Linda Belcher tonight. Yeah, this is Cat's IMO. It's Cat's IMO. I'm well, Shmi. I just want to say, oh, really quick, everything that doesn't work in Vice does work in The Big Short. Not maybe not literally everything, but like it, it just it works as a movie. Mm-hmm. In a way that the vice does not. I think that's right. Go watch think, the big I short again. I think it's the subject. I think what you touched on is the subject matter not quite matching up with that style. Yeah. I just I don't know, and and I know I've been using the word style, and I'm glad I, I remembered this because I had this thought after the movie. I'm like, I think that we have to stop giving Adam McKay so much credit for creating a quote unquote style when that style is famous people taking you, the viewer, out of the movie, so you will pay attention to them regurgitating <sighs> basic information about. Mm-hmm a uh not just plot but an idea like like breaking it down i don't know why we decided that is such a smart move like i yeah. understand that it's clever but to call it groundbreaking because it breaks the fourth wall is frankly horseshit to me and the one positive takeaway i have from this takedown of vice is that i now finally feel safe enough to say that i am not wowed by margot robbie drinking champagne in a bathtub but it's fine if you are but i just i I just think that we need to check ourselves this is my anyone can disagree i think we just need to check ourselves on what we're impressed by yeah And, and 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 frankly it's a little late stage capitalism in my opinion to think that because margot robbie in a bubble bath with a glass of champagne is telling you something you are buying a little too much into you know the idea of celebrity and you know, you know yeah. what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mad. Which is ironic in a movie like The Big Short, which I like. Yeah. It was on my top 20 list. I like was The it Big 19? Short. Um, well, okay. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> well, we, ha- we definitely have to do an outro at least. <laughs> um, okay. Bye, everyone. Um, <laughs> this has been in abbreviated movies IMO because we're on holiday. Yeah, this movie, or this movie, this episode was a full two and a, half, two and a half hours shorter than John Dillman. <laughs> Happy New... Nice. Happy New Year from us, you fave <laughs> from, from from Jordan Peele's Us no, in no, theaters no. March. No, that's funny, but Ben's got it. <laughs> Happy New Year from us. <laughs> it's like, oh, you. Like, I love us. Uh, that was good. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch Life Itself on Prime. Oh, Hell yeah, I saw that too. I didn't watch that's the movie, I saw it was on Prime. Okay, no one... Why did everyone bury the lead that Annette Benning gets mowed down by a bus? <laughs> she gets Mary Louise. She gets Life Red itself? Sparrowed. Yes. Someone posted a still of it, and I was like, what the fuck is this from? And it's from Life Itself. It's, it ain't from Margaret. We should have Can we all watch it? Yeah. yeah. Let's all watch I've, Life I've Itself. Got, I, just, I haven't it's, changed my computer. It's literally only six o'clock. <laughs> I, well, no, I haven't changed my computer back from East Coast. I'm so like, it's nine o'clock. I was supposed to be somewhere an hour ago. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Well, we're going to go watch Life Itself. I'm Brandon <laughs> 
Just leave the mic running yeah. while we watch Life of Salt. <laughs> um, okay, next Linda week, walks up to a mic oh, and it's just like, guys, we this is not the mule. Oh as, yeah, we, oh yeah. As you noticed, and it's my fault, but you know, we've we flipped the script. No, the schedule, and we'll be doing the mule. So see you then. Because we actually wanted to watch the Clint Eastwood homework. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was the decision. I've already watched Bridges of Madison County. I might watch it again. Hell yeah. I might watch it again. I loved this movie so much. I, I mean, I just, I, it's like what you say about burning. Mm-hmm. Like I started crying 30 minutes in and I didn't stop. Yeah. I was sobbing. I'm, I am profoundly moved that she cooks barefoot. Yes. It's like, it's the littlest detail. I'm moved that she dances to opera in the kitchen by oh, herself. Yeah, fuck yeah. That movie's so good. <laughs> Spoilers. The only flaw we'll is it. the framing device. Okay, continue. No, exactly. But even that works. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's just... Guys. It, like, he sucks. It. This yes. is not the mule episode. Okay, you're right. Sorry, Dykes. You can oh. cut that out. <laughs> Doesn't he say that in the yeah. movie? Yes, he yeah. says, sorry, Dykes. It's amazing. Okay, um... Uh, this has been Movies IMO. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Movies IMO. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, iPod. What's it called? Podcatcher. My, my friend who works at Stitcher subscribed to us today. Great. And I didn't, even, I didn't even know we were on Stitcher. Yeah, no, we are. Thank the you. The only one we're not on Spotify, on Spotify yeah. because they're weird about who they let on. I have no idea. So what we're on the Stitcher is. and iTunes and Google okay, Play. Yeah. I was gonna say something. And Google Play. Google Play. Google Play. Is that what you said? Google Play. Google Play. That's right. Um, uh, rate us five stars and s- leave us a review and tell us who was your favorite vice president. <laughs> Great. Sure. Tell us. How would you accumulate power if if you were smart <laughs> enough to? <laughs> I'm just thinking my favorite vice president is. Tell us. No, I don't know. I'm not doing one. Mine are never good, so I'm taking this week off. <laughs> um, my I, favorite vice president would be James Madison. Hell yeah. Great. I don't know. Was he the vice president? I don't actually? know. I don't know. I Benjamin know. Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> my That's favorite. like when people say Alexander Hamilton was her favorite president, which uh-huh. now nobody says anymore because of Hamilton. Yeah, they but, not. you know, we have Hamilton, so it's better. But My favorite is Abraham Lincoln. He wasn't the vice president. I, I'm, that's the bit I'm doing. No, I, I'm doing the bit right back. Okay. He's my favorite as well. Great. My favorite vice president is Harrison Ford in Air Force oh, One. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yes. My favorite is Hillary Clinton. What's your name? <laughs> my name is Ben Envy. Hey, what's my name? Oh, oh. <laughs> You said your name. Shmi. At DK Kirby. Oh, my name is Ben MB. You can find me on Twitter at Real.Haynes. My name is Daniel Crook. You can find me on the internet at Daniel Crook with three O's. And my cat's name is Mom. There's a whole origin story that we just skipped right over. I'll save it for another episode. Save it for the mule. Yes. We'll open the mule with the story of <laughs> the alley cat who stole my heart. The Ooh. alley cat who snuck into my wow. trash and stole my heart. Wow. <laughs> just like Dick Cheney's heart. On that oh, God. Oh, wait, Dick hold on. I, I do want to say... throbbing heart. I want to say one thing that I hate about Vice. Great. If that's Jesse okay. Clemens. Well, did we talk about how much we hated that yet? Hate that. I'm Is that on the mic or not? Okay, we got, I want this to be under an hour. Jesse Plemons, star of Game Night. I want, look, I want this to be under an hour, and I'm going to talk for 10 minutes if I'm not careful, so I'm just going to go for it. Um... <laughs> When Jesse Plemons says on that narration, like, it was almost like something straight out of a Shakespearean drama. I was like, well, fuck this. I hate this. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to a scene of 
Dick Ch- of you know Christian Bale and Amy Adams in bed speaking in bad fake Shakespearean verse to each other, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's that's the moment I just like almost popped it. I almost popped the screener out of the DVD player and did what you're supposed to do with those screeners, which is break them in half Snap as soon it. as you're done. Snap it into that is <gasps> just. I mean, come on. It, that, it's let, bad. What's wrong with just having? No, Amy Adams is bad in two scenes in this movie. The begin I agree with Brandon. The beginning of the first scene and the Shakespeare scene. And the reason why she's bad is because it's not real Shakespeare. And how could you possibly have real motivation when the scene is act out the subtext of the scene? It's a stupid ass scene. Should have been left on the cutting room floor. Snip, snip, bitch. Um, get Linda and make her go in the mic. Oh, yeah, can we get her over here? Hey, Linda. She's bathing. She's Aww, busy. Linda. Look at her foot out. This is not a visual medium. She looks like a... Looks Just like a know that Linda Belcher is adorable, and she has a, chil- a litter of children out in the world, mm-hmm. and they're named... At least one. They think she's had several litters. <gasps> and they're all named Bob's Burgers characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, Linda. What a babe. Love sexually active Linda. What a babe. The winner is Jane Fonda... Thank you. Thank you very much, members of the Academy, and thank all of you who applauded. There's a great deal to say, and I'm not going to say it tonight. I would just like to really thank you very much. <laughs>